right? Like yeah. you know your product, you yes. know your service. Yeah. One of the biggest fears that I hear as a leader and that other leaders tell me is like, their salespeople will say to them like, but what if I don't know? Mm -hmm. So what happens is um, maybe you're kind of flat for a while and then you start learning and so you go up the curve and then at some point you've learned some stuff and it starts to flatten out. Uh, and then what happens yeah. is you either continue to plateau or you jump up to the next S and you do it again. And when saying I don't know, I feel like there's also a part after that that we could add to both show vulnerability and also credibility. So okay. I don't know, but let's find out together but I don't know, I'm willing to figure it out here. There's a secret vault that's located between Norway and the North Pole that holds nearly every type of crop seed in the entire world. True or false? True. That is true. What's I don't, I can't probably pronounce this right. It's called the Svalbard Global Svalbard. Seed Vault. It says it's one of the coldest corners of the world to allow natural permafrost cooling for proper storage. Permafrost. So in case something happens <laughs> in the world, all of the seeds to grow everything that we ever need can be found between Norway and the North Pole. So I can think of when the next asteroid hitting Earth, then we have a supply of crops that yes. we saved. Or when we terraform Mars, we can bring those seeds up there. Or we terraform Earth. Um, Correct. The moon, we can bring those seeds up there. Yes. Now, how you're going to get them from that place, <laughs> I don't know. But you know where you need to find them. It's going to be warm going through the atmosphere, I would imagine. I, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> We're here today in St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome to another episode of Hey, Don't Do That. Uh -huh where we explore the little things nobody tells you that have really big impacts on your motivation, effectiveness, and success. My name is Liz. My name is Tree. And today we are talking about not being afraid to say, I don't know. Okay, so how does the trivia you just asked me ties to that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our phrase all day today. No, I tried to were, think of something you wouldn't know. Right, you were trying to me. You were trying to get me to say, "Oh, I don't know." You didn't give me the option. You just say true or false. I know, but I was thinking maybe you'd say, "I don't know." That's a really tricky one, and you didn't. I had a 50-50 chance, so I took my shot. And you didn't. Um, so I've been thinking about this topic a lot because we've brought a lot of new people onto our team within the last year, and I get to have conversations with people who run businesses all over the U.S. Yeah. And especially in terms of sales. Okay, what happens is you bring somebody new into sales, or you have somebody on your team, and when a new salesperson, or even an experienced salesperson, goes and sits down with a prospect, and you start having a conversation with somebody, and you as the salesperson, you're kind of the expert, right? Like, yeah. you know your product, you yes. know your service. Yeah. One of the biggest fears that I hear mm -hmm. as a leader, and that other leaders tell me is like, their salespeople will say to them like, but what if I don't know? Mm -hmm. What if I don't know? I, I'm not sure if I should say this because I don't know how to respond mm -hmm. if they say X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or what if they ask me this question and I don't know the answer? Yeah. And the only thing we can do sometimes is to say, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting thought. And so I, I sometimes want to say, like, don't be afraid to yes. say, I don't know. Yeah. Now, 
We're not saying be completely clueless walking into a meeting. We're not, yeah, not, we're not saying that. Like, cause when the client's asking some basic question, you're like, I don't know. We're not saying that. Like, do your due diligence. Yeah. Do your homework. Research your clients. But you can't guarantee that you know all the answers. No. Nobody knows all of the answers ever. But sometimes we feel like we have to. Yeah. Right? Like, we feel like whether it's because we're the leader yes. of the team yeah. or we're leading a training session yes. or we've been there the longest. Like we feel like we have to have every answer and we have to be able to come up with it just like that and speak it so eloquently. Yes. Because saying, I don't know, yeah. somehow makes us less than or not good enough or not ready. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. So like there's that perception of like, if I say I don't know, I'm showing I'm incompetent. I'm showing my weakness. And there's probably other reasons too why people are afraid of saying I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm imagining someone uh, as an employee going into a meeting with the boss and the employee says, well, I don't know boss. Like, you don't want your boss to think of you as like incompetent or not knowing what you're doing. Like, why did I hire you if you don't know what you're doing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's I think some of it is probably the, um, just the competence piece, right? I'm supposed to know this, I should know this, mm -hmm. but then there's that whole emotional piece of they're not going to think I'm good enough. Or I'm not good enough unless I can answer every single question all the time. Yes. I can tell you as a leader, I would rather have someone say to me, I don't know, mm -hmm. then give me an answer yeah. and have it be totally wrong. Mm -hmm. You rather than being honest with you. Mm -hmm. So that shows that you can be, you're trustworthy because you're being honest, you're open instead of like making things up or, or um, pretending like you know when in fact, you know, because you rather, you rather someone says, I don't know, can you explain it to me versus pretending they understood and then not falling through or not doing what you asked them to do because they didn't clarify or they didn't they didn't speak up. Yeah. Right. I think the um, an example all the time, and I have totally been there. And this <laughs> is not even just true in business. Like this is true when you're hanging out with your friends, and someone will either tell a joke or they say something, and everybody else is kind of like laughing or chuckling and you really don't know what's going on <laughs> but you kind of laugh right and then yes. sometimes they'll look you and like oh did do you know about that yeah. and then it's like this moment where you should be like yeah do i lie and say yeah. like yeah i know or do you say like no you know it's, it's this yes. uncomfortable feeling sometimes if yes. we feel like we're the only one yeah. who doesn't know yeah. and wants to bring that up mm -hmm. Yeah. So have you heard of something called the Dunning-Kruger effect? The Dunning, Dunning? Dunning-Kruger effect. Dunning-Kruger effect. Well, I don't know. I haven't heard that before. Look at this guy over here. Okay, so it's fascinating. Okay. Some different researchers have found that oftentimes the less people know about a subject, the more confident they feel about a subject okay uh-huh so if you were if you ask someone hey do you know more than the average person about leadership uh -huh. 
Most people, we really overestimate our abilities. And people are like, yeah, I, I definitely know more than the average person. I've been yeah. in business for 20 years yes. or yes, 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 yes. And what they find is that we tend to really project overconfidence mm. in things when in all actuality, our mm. knowledge base is usually far lower, but our confidence is really, really high until we start learning or until, and then we're like, oh, maybe I don't know as much as I thought we did. Mm. But it's something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Dunning-Kruger. Yes, people who have very little experience are very overconfident yeah. that they know. And so sometimes they're like, I don't need to say I don't know because I know. I know. Even if it's not right. Yeah. It's this fascinating psychological principle that we see all the time in the workplace. It is. It's kind of like, we say ignorance is bliss in this case, Ignorance is also confidence, right? Because we, <laughs> the less we know, the more confidence we are, and uh, it just makes me think like when when you start learning more about things, you just realize, oh my god, there's so much that I don't know, mm -hmm. right? So when you start realizing that, yes, and I have seen in my career even when you start realizing oh my god there's so much I don't know yeah I mean I think now people will come to I've been in this business eight years and people are like oh, you know so much you know so much I'm like I'm learning new things all the time yes. in this business but when we have that oh my gosh there's so much that I don't know I think our reaction goes one of two ways mm. one is this disastrous oh my god I'm never gonna figure this out I'm not any good I should know all this by now yes. versus the other route which is more of like the Carol Dweck growth, growth mindset, mindset. Yeah. right oh I have so much I'm going to get to learn yes. this is a fun challenge for me I haven't gotten to this yet yes and it's like that moment where we have a choice yes. of which mindset do we want to take, mm -hmm. knowing that I don't know. And yeah. it's okay to say that, but what direction do you want to go? Yeah. When when you feel like you still don't know, you're you're still motivated to keep learning because you're like, well, I, I don't know everything yet. I don't know everything yet. So I'm still wanting to learn more. So I, I would fill up my knowledge. So when you feel like, Oh, I know everything there is to learn and you become complacent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then then you stop trying new things because you feel like that's everything there is to it. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's always, um, so they call it like an S-curve a lot of times when yes. you're growing. Okay. So what happens is um, maybe you're kind of flat for a while and then you start learning and so you go up the curve and then at some point you've learned some stuff and it starts to flatten out. Oh. And then what happens yeah. is you either continue to plateau or you jump up to the next S and you mm -hmm. do it again. And so we go through it constantly mm -hmm. in, yeah. in our lives. I think the, the first thing for all of us to maybe consider is just when, when we have that feeling of, mm -hmm. I don't know this. Mm -hmm. Just making that mindset shift. Like that's not a bad thing. This is a learning opportunity for me. This yeah. is an opportunity for me to jump up to that next curve or for me mm. to take my skills to the next level. So we have the Dunning-Kruger yeah. effect and then the S curve. When, when we think about that meeting that you brought up mm -hmm. in the beginning of like being in mm -hmm. sales meeting and when saying I don't know, um, I feel like there's also a part after that that we could add to 
both show vulnerability and also credibility. Okay. I don't know, but let's find out together. But I don't know. I'm willing to figure it out here, right? So we're showing that we're honest. We're also showing like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let that slide. I'll figure that out for us. And just imagine how much credibility and trust we're building in that situation. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this model of so saying I don't know is being aware that you don't know. Yep. We'll figure it out is have it setting the intention and then following through taking action. So like awareness, intention, and action. And just that phrase saying I don't know, but we'll figure it out, and then actually follow through. Like you build trust and credibility just by doing that. So it's. Almost that idea of vulnerability and credibility. Yes. And they go together. Yes. Right. Sometimes people think, well, if I show that vulnerability, it reduces credibility. Yes. As long as we are contextually and appropriately vulnerable, mm -hmm. it often builds our credibility at the same time. And I love the way you phrase that. I don't know. And mm -hmm. let's figure it out together. Yeah. Even saying, I have a phrase. That people say that I use all the time. What is it? Hyper confident. <laughs> yes, you do. I am hyper confident that we have a solution for you or, you know. See, that's how you know you say something a lot. When people yes. around you, they they mimic yes. you and it's like, okay, I say it a lot. But to even say, hey, I don't know, and, and, not but, right? We want to use and, mm -hmm. I don't know, and I'm hyper confident that we can figure this out together. And I'm hyper confident I've got some resources that if I go take a look at, I can come back with some really solid ideas. Yeah. It's, a, it's that idea of I don't know and. Yes. It's not I don't know, but I'll never be able to figure it out. I don't know, but I'll have to get somebody else. It's I don't know and I'm hyper confident or and I've got someone I can go reach out to or and I'm going to figure th it's the and versus the but, especially when we don't know something. Yeah. And when we say I don't know in that case, it's not like we're clueless. It's saying, you know, there's a lot to unpack here and I, I want to make sure that I am considerate or deliberate in my thinking or process instead of just telling you something off the cuff without some putting some thoughts into it. It's not like I don't know, I have no idea what's going on, but I don't know yet because I want to make sure I'm giving you something that's worthwhile mm. or something that's meaningful. Yeah. Right? Okay, I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna. We're gonna like fork this. <laughs> left turn, hard, hard okay. left turn. So what about those okay. really big questions? Mm. Not just like I'm on a sales call and okay. I don't know, or my manager's asking me something to do something and I don't know. Okay. But what about when someone looks at you and says, "Tree, where do you where do you want your career to go? Like in the next ten years, where do you want to be?" And sometimes you would just stare them in the face and you're like, wow, that's a I big don't question. know. I don't know. What about those really big questions? So so what about those questions? Like what are you asking? I guess I'm saying, is it different? Would you give different advice to somebody in a question like that where I'm not just saying, should you know what did you do for your report this week? Or how did that, that client meeting go? But when it's a really big question, would you give the same advice or do you think it would be different? It's like how to respond in that situation. Yeah, like, like if, you, if you don't know that, mm -hmm. and sometimes people feel, I just think of um, people either coming, young coming into their career and people will say, well, what do you really wanna do with your life? 
and you feel like everybody has it figured out. And so you don't want to say, well, I don't really know exactly where my path is going to take me or I don't really know if I want to be a leader or if I want to go work for a big company or I don't know if I want to start my own business. Would you give them that same advice of, I don't know yet and, you know, take the action or would you give them different advice? So when I'm, when I'm considering that question, I can distinguish it between that and a, a knowledge base, I don't know. You know the answers to this, I don't know, versus yeah. this is more of a directional question where I have to plan out my life for the next 10 years. There's so much uncertainty. Yeah, that that's what I was trying it, to get at. You just said it right? much more eloquently than I did. <laughs> so it's a more of like an uncertain, I don't know question because things could turn out in 10 million different ways versus you know, I didn't do my research, but I didn't do my homework, so I don't know the answer. Yes. Yeah, like it's not a right or wrong. Yes. So would you give them the same advice of like focusing on action or would you give different advice? Is it okay to say I don't know in those yeah. situations too? Absolutely. And then we can say, you know, you got me thinking. So let, let me put some thoughts into it, right? Because thank you for that question. Maybe I didn't think of that before and it's important to figure it out because mm. that's something important for me to work on. So it gives, it could, it could start planting a seed to transform the way you approach things or the direction of your life in the next 10 years. So asking that questions could be, could jumpstart something for, for people. Yeah. I, part of the reason I asked is because I remember sitting in my marketing 350 class at Missouri State and okay. I don't remember who the teacher was, but we had a Did guest speaker, okay. we had a guest speaker and he started asking people what they want to do when they graduated and everybody mm -hmm. seemed like they knew. Like everybody had these responses like, well, I want to work yeah. at a, you know, big company. I want to start my own, you know, social media or whatever mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. And I just remember sitting there thinking, oh my God, I don't know. And I felt like I was the only one who didn't know. Yeah. And I can tell myself now, because hindsight is twenty twenty. like I was not the only person in that no. room who didn't no, know, no, 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 no. No. but I felt like I was. Yes. If you feel that way, you're not alone because many people don't know what they want to do. And even those people who thought they knew what they wanted to do, maybe later they realized that's not really what they wanted to do. Oh, I was, I thought I was going to be an accountant all my life. Nope, it doesn't fulfill me. I want to do something different. Yeah. I think what it did for me was it almost made me, I was like, well, I can't. Proactive. No, it made, it made me, it made, no, I wish, I, looking back, I wish I would have become proactive. Okay. But it almost made me, I was like, oh my God, I can't tell anybody that I don't know what to do. Mm. Everybody else knows what to do. Yeah. Like they know where they want to go and yeah. where they want to be and I'm not sure so I'm just gonna like sit back here and like hope that I figure it out too yeah. because apparently I'm the only one who hasn't. I wish looking back that it would have made me more proactive to like get out and go talk to people and say hey I'm trying to figure out how to do this or this is I think maybe where I want to be what advice would you have for me mm -hmm. how could I get from here like I wish I would have been proactive yeah. yes. so I would like to anybody out there who is having that like yes. ah, I don't know to one of those questions instead of having that like well it's obviously only me I'll just sit back and wait because I'm not, clearly it it's not, yeah, yeah. yeah like go out find people talk to people ask people be willing to say hey I'm I'm trying to figure out what I want to do for XYZ. Mm -hmm. 
and be okay with that. Mm. So what I'm hearing, what we're discussing is first adding the and to I don't know and yeah. let's figure this out together. And two, being proactive, being willing to take some action, right? Say action is the enemy of fear. Action mm -hmm. is the enemy of ignorance. So like when you don't know something, start taking some action, being proactive and bits and pieces of that answer is going to come to you. Yeah. And I think very rarely does it, does it reduce that credibility? Does mm -hmm. it reduce the competence? No, Usually it, it increases it. Yeah. Yes. And if we don't know today, like we probably aren't magically going to find the answer tomorrow. So we have to be willing to go say to somebody else, I don't know. Can you help me with this? Yeah. Think about how admirable that is to know like, oh my God, Liz didn't know and she worked so hard on finding that answer. I trust her and I respect her so much for what she did. That's an inspiring story in itself. Yeah. Nobody's born knowing everything. You gotta learn it. Trial, error, success, failure, <laughs> like none of it works. It's not a linear path. You know, nobody knows everything. And so whether it's one of those like little on a sales call or a big, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? I think it's okay not to know yeah. and to admit that and then just be proactive about finding the right people who can help you move forward. Yeah. Side note, talking about not knowing, I'm always so impressed with animals who were born like within five minutes and they know to stand up and start running. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know human I think, human babies are like the most that. helpless <laughs> yes. little things for like the longest time. Yep. Yeah, you'll watch like baby yep, elephants baby giraffe, and giraffes. Yep. They just like pop right up and start yes. moving. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sure I'm gonna say I don't know a lot. Well, you today? Okay, just a heads up, everyone. Liz rewrote these trivia's to make them easier for me. I am sure I'm still not gonna get fifty percent of them. I'm trying, I'm, I'm doing my best here, Tree, to not make you afraid of saying I don't know to some of these questions. Um, so we'll see. Okay. So we're, you've got 30-ish seconds. <laughs> it's always an ish. So Time is always ish. ish for me. Um, you have 30-ish seconds okay. to answer five questions. Okay. All right. Who covered the song... Not the original writer, but who covered the song Blue Suede Shoes? Blue Suede Shoes. Elvis Presley? Yes, sir. Oh, that's a cover? Uh-huh. Okay. All right, according to an urban legend, what type of animal caused the Great Chicago Fire of 1871 by knocking over a lantern? A mouse. No. Uh, what a rapper sings, I'm not afraid to take a stand? I'm not afraid to take a stand. I'm not afraid. Oh, 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 is it Eminem? Yes. If you are irrationally afraid of something, it's called what? A phobia. Yes. In the brewing process, wort contains the amino acids that provide what lucky rich element to yeast? Uh, probiotics. I don't know. That one you should have just said, oh. I don't know. Uh, wart. <laughs> Um, yes, Elvis did not originally huh. write Blue Suede Shoes. A lot of people don't know I that. I know that. The original writer was a, a man named Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. He wrote the song Blue Suede Shoes. Is he related to Dice Perkins? I do not think so. <laughs> um, I like that you thought a mouse could knock over a lantern. Was this like a 
giant mouse? Yeah, like mouse mice they can climb on ceilings and going through your house and then it just knock over a lantern. I don't think that a mouse is strong enough to do that. Uh, the urban legend says that a cow knocked over a lantern and caused the Great Chicago Fire of wow. 1871. Dan, would you just make beef jerky out of it? <laughs> <laughs> um, get burned in the fire. You were right, Eminem sings Not Afraid. Um, Irrational fears are called phobias, uh -huh. and uh, in the brewing process, what is the element that gets that comes from wort? Which I don't know what that is, but it's called it's nitrogen. Nitrogen. Yeah, I don't know why or how that works, but apparently that's the way beer brewing works. Hmm. I know, right? Hmm. What's a phobia for? For. <laughs> being afraid to admit that you don't know. I don't <laughs> know, but there probably is one, like a phobia of being wrong yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Well, the good news is, well, I guess it would be bad news for that person because like we said, <laughs> nobody knows everything. We all have things that we don't know, whether they're little easy questions that we can find answers to or whether they're those really big questions we might feel like we're the only one. So remember, don't be afraid to say, I don't know, because nobody knows everything and you have everything you need to figure out the answers. You've just gotta be proactive and go find your resources. Yes. So whatever you don't know, go figure something out about it today. Be a little proactive on it. Move yourself closer to an answer. Yes. And we will see you next time on another episode of Hey, Don't Do That. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. We hope that you found something useful that you can implement into your life immediately. Continue to listen and follow us for more episodes that are thought-provoking and practical. Thank you.